everybody. Welcome back to Cruise Control. It is Friday, January 20th, 2023. Thank you so much for being here. Cruise Control, the home of entertainment news. I am your host, Brian Cruz. Thank you for joining us here again tonight. It's Friday, everybody. It's Friday. Yeah, let's have some fun this Friday show. And back with me again on Cruise Control is my fellow co-host, Miss Sabrina Vittori. Sabrina, welcome back to Cruise Control. Happy Hi. Friday. Happy Friday. How's your day? Um, well, my car broke down, so there was some drama with that. So that wasn't too fabulous. Um, but I, I think it's getting itself worked out. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, could, could be worse, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I mean, not having a car in L.A. is problematic. Uh, if anybody lives in L.A., I've had a lot of friends that don't have cars. And it's like, I don't know how they do it because the transportation system out here sucks monkey nuts. That's all I'm saying. You can't get <laughs> anywhere. I mean, you can get there. It just takes about four hours as opposed to, you know, if you drive, it takes about two. So, you know, it's up to you how you want to manage your time. <laughs> so no car. Good luck. I had a friend that actually was going to Long Beach. I was working on Elva and the Chipmunks, the Squeakle one time. And he went from the Squeakle. Uh, yeah. So if you know <laughs> this at all, <laughs> he went from, if you know the Valley, if you know LA at all, he went from, uh, it was like Thousand Oaks all the way down to Long Beach. We had like a 7 a.m. call time. He left at 2.30 in the morning every day, so we get there on time. We were there for a week-long shooting. So, yeah, that, that would suck. But anyways, also joining us Why here tonight. Why didn't you give him a ride, dude? That's super rude of you. Well, I, I eventually did a little <laughs> bit, a couple times. But you, you know how that is. Like, you, you, especially when I first got out here, you find everybody doesn't have a car, and you're like, and they're like, latch on to you. And it costs so much, and sometimes... You know, they're so far away from you. It's like a pain to drop people off and pick them up. But I tried my best when I could. And I did help them out a few times. Jake Skelly, I'm talking about you. And also, welcome to the program <laughs> is Mr. Jake Slanaki, manager at Citizen Skull Management here in Hollywood, California. Jake, how's your day? It's good. It's going good. Busy day today. Oh, yeah? Um, starting, to see, starting to see a lot more um, stuff coming down. It's, it's starting to pick up heading into the spring here, so. It's good news. Yay. It's about time, right? You're like, come on, yeah. bring on the projects. People need to get to work. Yeah, for sure. I don't see any auditions yeah. in my inbox, Jake. No, I'm just kidding. Well, thank you for being here, Jake. Appreciate it. As yeah. always, happy Friday. Happy you're here with us. We're going to have a good time. We're going to just, you know, jump around the new stuff. Today's a little bit more lighthearted. Like yesterday was very murder-based and, <laughs> and, murder. and a lot of serious stuff. Yeah, last night we had Lynn here. Lynn Wojciechowski was with us last night. We were talking about almost every subject came up. It's funny how that happens sometimes in the news that there's like a, a certain theme for the evening. And uh, it seemed to be murder last night. I don't know why. It was mostly entertainment-based, like TV shows. Enter yeah, entertainment murder. Not real murder, okay. but there was a little bit of real murder, well, There was murder one too. real murder. <laughs> yeah, which was also entertainment-based. We talked about Rust last night and Alec Baldwin. And so there well, was that. Right. He, he got his. He's, yeah, he's being, he's being, he's going to be charged. Yeah, he's going to be charged for it now. Yeah. So, or he was charged. So they'll go to trial and there'll be the whole kitten kabam coming up. So we'll see yeah, how yeah. that goes. Uh, but yeah, we have getting into some news though. So it's time for some breaking news. <laughs> know what i'm doing anymore it's friday everybody i think i do that bigger <laughs> and bigger every time i don't know so we're going to start off here talking about who boy meets world 
Ben Savage. Oh, yeah. Ben Savage is in the news, but not for what you think about. You would think that Ben Savage, you think, oh, they're doing some more Girl Meets World because, you know, he did the original show Boy Meets World. They had the reboot about his daughter, him and Topanga's daughter, and it was Girl Meets World. But no, we're not talking about Boy Meets World. We're not talking about Girl Meets World. We're talking about Ben Savage, the man himself. And what's he doing? Well, apparently he's running for Congress. So he gained, you know, he gained all this momentum and this fandom back in the 90s for Boy Meets World. But according to the papers today, he filed with the Federal Election Commission to run for Congress as a Democrat, which is very interesting. You would think, what does he know about being in politics? Well, apparently he's very, he's actually trying to get into the 30th district seat currently occupied by Representative Adam Schiff, who might be stepping down a Democrat from Burbank. So Schiff is expected to run for the U.S. Senate, actually, and that's why they're probably he's probably going to step down from being representative so savage sees this opportunity he's like hey that sounds good it's time for boy meets congress that sounds like a great new show or a reality i guess it would be so, and, and so savage actually he actually ran for a seat in west hollywood before to be on the city council and he lost and so i think he's been trying to get into politics he actually went um he actually interned with the u.s senator arlene Spector, a republican from pennsylvania back in 2003 which was a requirement for completing his studies in political science in Stanford. So, you know, he went from acting, kind of doing some political science, back to acting with Girl Meets World, but now he wants to venture back into that world. I wish him the best of luck. It's a crazy time in politics to have uh, Boy Meets Congress, but maybe, maybe this is something that'll work out. It seems like in politics, a lot of times, people have this momentum from TV shows, look at Ronald Reagan, you know, the fact that look at Donald Trump, you know, the fact that you're a celebrity like that and you have that notoriety before and people are already on board with you, that maybe you'll get the votes. So, OK, we hear about this. OK, we got Ben Savage, Boy Meets World. Now, Jake, we'll start with you today. So you probably know him pretty well from Boy Meets World when we were kids. It's a big hit TV show. They did like 10 seasons. What do you think about Ben Savage running for Congress? Do you think that's smart or do you think he should stick to TV? We, we know he can play a successful character right like he was good at that job and he went to school for political science right so what has he been doing in the meantime has he used that degree from that point on um he tried in west hollywood and didn't get it now just because you don't win a seat doesn't mean you're uneducated you know it's an election it's an elected position it's not like you automatically get a job when you go to school for political science if you're running for an elected spot. So uh, I don't know enough about what he's like, where does he stand on issues well, that are going what do you on? Think, like, what do you think about the idea of the old, like an actor actually running for political office, because like, people go back and forth about this. You know, like I said before, they're in the public limelight already. So people recognize them. They know them. They have kind of a fan base already. So you would think they'll get the votes, but then there's a lot of people that are like, Hey, stay in your lane. Where do you fall? Do you think he should, you know, just stick to being entertainment? Or do you think that it's fine that he takes that, you know, that that following he has and tries to run for Congress? Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him for trying. I mean, there's there's a certain element of stay in your lane. Right. But yeah, if you're if he is classically trained, <clears throat> you know, and he wants to give it a shot, that's, you know, that's why not? Um, and then, you know, obviously there's going to be a little bit of, you know, he's going to have to prove his merit to a lot of people. Um, He's going to be under a lot more scrutiny for everything he's done. If he's ready to take on that burden of being under a microscope, like 
hardcore under a microscope, then it, you know, if he's got the Bojangles hanging low enough to do it, go for it. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I think also it's, it's going to be funny because, you know, the thing is being a public figure like this and 10 seasons of a show plus everything else he's done, they could definitely have a lot of sound bites that he could be saying anything pretty much oh, yeah. and, yeah. and use it against him. He sure could. Well, <laughs> unless the they, you know, Hollywood. Unless, yeah, they're like, unless they can like prove that it was the writer and he didn't actually want that line, you know? Yeah. But, you know, you never um, know. It's, it's, it's a weird, it's, it's a weird, hard for him to separate from that. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, maybe he'll just do a TV show afterwards called, I guess, Boy versus Con- Boy, Boy Goes to Congress or Boy Meets Congress, Boy Meets Washington. Uh, yeah. Sabrina, Mr. Smith, you hear about this. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be, it could be, uh, what was this character? Corey, Corey Matthews, or Corey Matthews, right? Corey Mr. Matthews, Matthews yeah. Mr. Matthews goes to Washington. Mm-hmm. You never know. Mr. Matthews it kind of Washington. sounds like Jimmy, the Jimmy Stewart movie, you know, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. It's Only if Feeney's the president. Sabrina, you hear about this. What do you think? Do you think that this is a smart move or do you think that you know a lot of people say like if you're an actor and you're in that kind of you know entertainment industry that you shouldn't run for office you should keep your politics to yourself and do your acting job do you fall in line with that or do you think this is fine to use his fandom as a way to springboard himself into politics i mean i think you're you're being a little bit generous with the word fandom like i I think like (laughs) there are a, a ton of people in the world who have no idea who this fucking guy is like honestly I know of him. I know of the show, but I certainly never watched one minute of Boy Meets World in my life. Um, you so, probably know his like, brother really well. I do. I, he actually directed me on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's a wonderful person. My point is, he. I don't like. I. I don't think there's enough people, especially older demographic, that really would know him as uh, the actor from Boy, Boy Meets World. First of all, second of all, Burbank. California, this that that district that he's running for is highly democratic, very, very, very democratic area. Yeah. So whoever the chosen Democrat basically that is going to run is probably going to win. So if he is, you know, who the Democratic Party is picking to be in that slot, and he's running like kind of unopposed by other Democrats, like if he's the only Democrat on the ticket, he'll probably win. Now, I mean. If for an actor, like, let's say someone just decided to go into politics because they felt like it. I mean, I would like the thing is, do they know what they're doing? Right. So he went to Stanford, which is a spectacular university. He graduated in 2004 with a a poli sci degree. You know, so I, I, you know, I I would give him a shot. I would like to know what he stands for, what he wants to do, what he wants to accomplish, like what his goals are. Um, But I'm definitely not uh, opposed to it. And I, I think that if someone is qualified, I don't care what they did before, um, you know, I, I, they absolutely should have a chance. I mean, we have people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert in con- Congress. Lauren Boebert literally got her GED while she was running for Congress. So I'm sure he is leaps and bounds, leaps and bounds over many people who are already elected and walking the halls of Congress. So I say go Ben Savage. Well, that's the thing too. It's at least he's actually studied. That goes a long way. A lot of these people who like run can just, you know, just run off a whim, you know? So at least he's actually been pushing towards it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But the thing is for me, it's like, hopefully he does have something he stands for. I I would think that as soon as you announce being a public figure like this, and of course you say like, maybe a lot of people don't know Ben Savage. I feel like a lot of people do, but if they, you know, some people, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there's, there's definitely people that know who he is, but I would think that by actually filing this, that you would put a statement out along with it. And there's no statement yet from him, but you think you would put something out there to be like, I'm running because of X, Y, and Z, you know, 
and he hasn't done that yet. Maybe he'll put something out in the coming days that he's now he's announced. He just registered. You know, that goes, you have to register first, then you can kind of start your campaign and all that. So that makes sense that maybe there's nothing, but for me, being the figure that he is, like, I would think that he would at least put something out the same day. Like, hey guys, you know, boy is going to Washington, you know, or something like that. You know, have fun with it, you know? Like, like I'm doing, like, you know, boy meets Congress. I, you have I, fun I with personally it. would not like any of those antics. I, I would be like, this well. guy is a tool. Like, I, it, it should be completely <laughs> separate. You know what I mean? It should be completely separate. Don't don't yeah. bring your Nickelodeon show to the halls of God. Like, that's ridiculous. Don't, don't please don't It was do TGIF, that. I think, right? <laughs> no. Was it? Mm. Uh, it was well. it was at that it was at that, that TGIF time. was like Alf and like like well no perfect TGIF strangers. No, that, that kept it kept it kept changing. Like like Family Matters was TGIF, you know, which was way past Alf. Oh, yeah. You know, step true. by step. So there's a lot I don't that know. I'm old. Of... Boy Meets World means nothing to me. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Go Ben well, Savage. <laughs> I, I like Boy Meets World. He seems like he's a good guy. I worked on that Girl Meets World one time. Uh, it was just like a couple days, and he was really nice. Uh, it was really quick. It was like a couple, you know, it's those sitcoms you're in and you're out so fast. It's Which like channel you barely was that even... on? Uh, that was on Disney. Yes. Yeah. Which is different because I'm, it... I'm I'm Googling where where it was from. Hold on. I'm sorry, I ahead, think, keep wasn't Boy Meets World Disney too? With yeah, Flash I, I, Forward I, I, and I thought all it was Disney or Nickelodeon. I think it, it might have been like flash forward and on Disney. Yeah. But boy meets world know. was a huge show. And then like I said, girl meets world. It didn't go as long, of course, but they did it for a couple seasons and uh, it, it was a good concept. I guess it makes sense. You have their, you know, you have the kids coming like they're doing with that 90s show right now. They're trying that to, to kind of spin off of that 70s show, that which 70s. I, yeah, which a little bit of, I watch them kind of like red's great. You know, it's the, the uh, just like the the couple are great, but like you know the new kids. I'm like, eh. yeah. And Ashton Kutcher's little cameo was also, eh. and Mila Kunis, eh. not great. Yeah, not great. We'll see. Also, Brian, you were right. It was, on, it was on ABC. I don't know if that's TGIF, but it was on original air. Originally oh, nice. aired on ABC. Yeah, I th I thought it was um on one of the bigger it ones. Was a network. And then I don't know if it's that or not. Yeah, but now they've they're moved they moved over to Disney, but we'll see. This is just something small that came up. So, what's everybody think about it? Are you excited about Ben Savage running for Congress, or does it not matter to you at all? And you're just like, who's Ben Savage? Let us know. Leave some comments. <laughs> We're gonna move on because we gotta keep going, keep going. So I'm gonna talk about Night Court next. All right. So Night Court came out, and it's of course doing very well. It's the you know it's the reboot of the 1980s sitcom that had like. 10 seasons you know and right now it has the best ratings from 18 to 49 the demographic for this season than any other network entertainment show without without a lead-in from an nfl program which is crazy and it just debuted there's two episodes out but in case you haven't heard of it like night court stars big bang theories melissa ranch and the original series lead uh john Roush. how do you say his name john larroquette yeah larroquette yeah, Larroquette. And he's great. I, I started watching it. He's great. But it opened up so 7.55 million viewers on its series premiere, which is nuts. They've never had some of that. The highest same-day viewership for any NBC comedy since September of 2017, which was, I mean, that was Will and Grace. Will and Grace. If, you go, if you go back that far, which is nuts. And it even drew in like, so it even drew in like their second episode, it drew 6.94 million so it's doing really great. The premiere was also the largest same day 
for any audience, any comedy on TV this season, topping the 7.45 million viewership for the show Young Sheldon. So if you look at this, like it has the ratings. It's doing great. Um, I think we lost Sabrina for a second. It's doing great. And it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, maybe this has some traction. I should check it out. So I watched the first couple episodes uh, just to see what was happening with it. And uh, it's all right. It's all right. I mean, you only have John back from the original cast. Of course, the guy who plays the uh, the judges passed away. So the way they work it out is they have it be his daughter now. His daughter's coming to night court and she's trying to uh, take over her dad's footsteps. And then she brings John in because they need a defender. The person quits the first episode. John's living on his couch. He's got a big beard. He's like, you know, he can't deal with life. He gave up night court because he lost his wife. It's like a whole thing. So it's all a redemption story. He comes back and now they're going to work together to save the night court or, you know, he's going to be there. So it's all right. It's, it's, it's fun, but these viewership numbers are insane. Uh, Sabrina, you hear about this. What do you think? Are you surprised that night court is doing so great? And do you think it's going to fizzle out? Um, I, I, I hope that it just gets better. You know what I mean? Um, the first episode, um, they had like 7.39 million viewers. And then the second episode, which was right after it was 6.75 million viewers. So it was only like an, an 8% drop, um, which is pretty good. So that means that people, most people stuck around to watch the second episode. And then whatever came on after that, I can't remember what it was, was a huge drop. It was only like maybe 3 million people watching it. So yeah. a lot of people ch changed the channel after Night Court was over. So I think that's a very good sign. Um, I think a lot of people tuned in because the original Night Court was so awesome. And, you know, a lot of people really, really love that show, myself included. Um, so I think a lot oh, of people were curious to see what it so was about, long. you know? Yeah. And but if you if you think about it, the original series also, it took like at least a solid season before it became like the well-oiled machine that it was for for those middle years, you know. Um, and the only thing I would say about this, that's um, I, they just need to like find their groove with each other, you know, and I'm hoping that by the end of the season, they will have that. The uh, the original one was like very set in, in its time. The jokes were very of its time. Um, you know, like it was 1986. John Larroquette was like a skirt chasing, like, you know, grumpy dude that was always like, you know, pushing the boundaries of, of what, what's uh, legal really with, with all of that crazy skirt chasing stuff. And so like, I feel like you could never, ever run any of those jokes now. So they made him be like a married or a widowed uh, man who is like, you know, lost all the love in his life and he's just a curmudgeon now. So I feel like, you know, it's it's a totally different character for him, but he is such an amazing actor. It doesn't really matter. Um, the only thing I'd like to see more of is like the defendants, like because the original Night Court, that's what it was. What crazy person is going to be in that courtroom being arraigned? You know what I mean? And like this centers more on them as opposed to more uh, yeah. on the actual in the actual courtroom. And so I, I hope that shifts a little bit. Yeah, and the second episode, it seems like they're gonna—they might start be pushing that because they're saying, "Hey, you got to get to know these people. You got to feel course. their emotions, and you gotta, you gotta relate to them, and you have to kind of have that humanity attached to them." And he's like, "I don't like. Why would I do that?" The joke was funny. He's like, "Why would I do that? They're all guilty, <laughs> you know." So, <laughs> and so he's got to change his idea, like that. He's you know now you're a different side. You're not just saying these people are guilty. You got to find ways to get them off. And so hopefully they have some great characters come along. They had like a. a the first couple episodes, they had a streaker, you know, and she says, I want to see everything. And he like opens his jacket and he flashes himself to her. 
And, and that was one of the funnier moments, I think, in like that episode, because John like puts like a folder out to cover him. And then <laughs> the bottom half falls over the, again to cover his private parts. It's pretty good. <laughs> Jake, uh, you hear about this. Uh, do you know about the original Night, Car- Night Court? And do you think this is a good idea for a new series? Uh, I have not watched the original Night Court. Um, I did not watch the new one. I did see some um, advertising for it, I think. You know, some little quick oh, yeah. clips that it's that's happening. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, that's the girl from um, Big Bang Theory, right? Um, yeah. Who plays the judge. Um, the Roush. Sure. Okay. So, um, and the little bit that I saw did not pique my interest, to be quite honest with you. I was just like, oh, slapstick. <laughs> it's very Yay. slapstick. It's yeah, very slapstick. So yeah. I, I, I can do that to a certain point, but it's not necessarily what I seek out. So I might not be a good judge of whether it's going to work or not. So I think like Sabrina was saying, the 8% drop from the first, to the second episode means people left it on. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's not and, that and big who of a knows drop. If, yeah. And so, I mean, either people watch the first episode and then they left the TV on while they went and finished cleaning the dishes or, you know, <laughs> got the kids to bed and the TV was just still running, you know, and then lights out after that. Right. So it's hard to say, like GR said, time will tell. Um, yeah. You have to see what the next one does. And do you know what was playing prior to the premiere? What did it follow? Oh, I know it wasn't even... football. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't football, it wasn't which is fo- what the biggest thing. It wasn't thing. football. So people tuned in specifically to watch that. Yeah, and that's what they were saying. Depending yeah. on what it followed, right? Depending on, okay. So the yeah, I think time uh, position. I was a year old, GR. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when it came uh, out. Yeah. Um, the OG yeah, one, I, I should I say. Yeah, yes, the original one. I was not born yesterday. Well, yes, maybe I was. Um, well, in a way. But yeah, I don't know. In a way, yeah, reborn every day, I guess. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I might check it out. I'm gonna. Where can I go watch it? Is it on like uh, it's on, it's on P- it's on Peacock right now, so you can watch uh, it on okay. Peacock if you have if you have if you have the Peacock. Um, and okay. they haven't released anything beyond that, but it's easy if you do have Peacock. They have the first two up, and of course, we'll see what happens when the next episode comes out, and we'll see how it yeah. if it keeps that kind of momentum. I mean, yeah. we'll see. You never know. But it's one of those things where. It's you know you're 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 pulling off the old series, so you have maybe a built-in audience that still wants to see it. Maybe the older mm-hmm. the older generation. I'm surprised to 49 is the graphic. I would think they'd be a little bit older, 18 to 49. Sure. They were saying, but I guess we'll see. Only time will tell. Maybe it'll keep going, and maybe it'll go, you know, 10 more seasons. You never know. What do you guys think about Night Court? Leave some comments. Let us know. We're gonna move on to our next subject right now. We're gonna talk about. We were talking about the Batman before. Well, now we're gonna talk about what's coming off of the Batman. So they're saying that they are still doing the Penguin series. Colin Farrell's attached and it's moving forward. And there's actually some progress happening. There's not much, but we have a little bit of news about what's happening with this. So they're saying right now that the the plot of the series is going to focus on Oz, Oswald Cobblepot, which is played by Colin Farrell, as he rises the ranks of Gotham's underworld. Yeah, so he becomes a power player, they're saying, and it will take place in the aftermath of the actual, the Batman. So apparently Gotham is still flooded, and it's going to take place like right afterwards. And Colin Farrell's like really excited about it. But, you know, the whole thing is he's supposed to be a hustler and a strategist, 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 that's the word. (laughs) And and the story will be told over eight episodes. Strategery. 
There'll be told over eight <laughs> episodes to tell like a longer character arc. That's what they're talking about when the show's coming out. And it's very much going to be an ongoing thing that they're going to kind of showcase the street level criminals. It's not going to be like Batman's flying through the skies. It's more about the grittiness of Gotham. And it's about Oswald's, you know, becoming the penguin as opposed to, and if you saw the Batman, he was still kind of just like, you know, figuring things out. He's working in the club. He's working for, um, he's working for Falcone. So he's still not quite there. The one casting that they said besides Colin Farrell is they're going to bring in Sophie uh, Falcone. So they're going to bring in the daughter of, of Carmone Falcone, who was played by, uh, uh, what was it? Um, John Turturro. John Turturro, yeah. So they're going to bring her in and they're going to be going back and forth. So there'll be a little bit of dynamic there. And apparently she's going to be trying to fight with the Penguin. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with this. Colin Farrell actually had a, a comment he said about this when he was uh, interviewed about the progress of the Penguin. And here's what he kind of had to say about the topic. The Penguin starts about a week after the film Batman ends. So Gotham is still somewhat underwater. I read the first script for the first episode and it opens up with my feet splashing through the water in Falcone's office. Even just that alone. I read it. I was like, oh, geez, it's lovely. It's so well written. It'll be, yeah. I think, six or eight hours. Yeah. And uh, and Colin Farrell, uh, he was awesome. He was just amazing. Just so good in the original and the Batman movie. But what they're saying right now is this is coming out 2023, 2024-ish. They're like, it's coming out sometime late 2023 or might be early 2024. And of course it's going to be one of those things that'll be direct to HBO max. And it's supposed to lead into the Batman too. As long as that, you know, they're saying it's still happening. It's all going to be going forward. As long as that goes forward, it's going to lead into that. So it's pretty cool. I liked his performance a lot. I'm excited to see what they can do on a longer form for him to actually have him play out. Like what it's like to be the penguin getting into that character more, the, what they did with the special effects makeup for him was fucking phenomenal. Uh, now, I know, Jake, we talked before you didn't see the Batman, but did you see the pictures of Colin Farrell? And you and you see what kind of actor he is. So what do you think about him getting his own spinoff and having his own series set in the Batman world? Uh, I think it's kind of cool. I mean, if you get I trust your judgment when it comes to shows and what I should watch. So if you say it's good, <laughs> I'm like, copy that. And uh, <laughs> um so I'm going to, I have to pick, maybe I'll watch Batman tomorrow or this evening after it's we're done. I don't know. I have three to hours, man. <clears throat> three hours. Well, I'm not watching it tonight then. Um, <laughs> let's see. But it's good. Um, and you said it starts like weeks after the film ends, technically. Yeah, it's, 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 supposed, it's supposed to be like a week moments. after the film. A week. Yeah, yeah, moments. But he would say, Colin Farrell said a week, but they were like moments. Like they're saying the city's still going to be flooded. Like he's going to be treading through water because the end of the Batman, they flood yeah. and they blow up. They blow up the dam pretty much and they, they flood Gotham. So Gotham's okay. halfway underwater. So they're going to pick yeah. up right there and show the Penguin's story continuing forward, which would be fun, I think. And Colin Farrell's like one of the best parts of that movie. So honestly, the best part of that movie. it makes sense. And they were going to do another spinoff about like just the cops kind of like they did with that show Gotham, mm -hmm. but then they canceled that too. So that's not happening, but that was also mm -hmm. going to take place with that, but showcasing the actual police in Gotham, not happening now. Gotcha. So, but I think this is better. I think it's going to be great. So so what, um, yeah. I'm sorry. No, go, go ahead. What, I was just going to ask, like, I'm just like, um, what made his character so good? Was he... A protagonist or an antagonist in the film? Ah, uh, he's an antagonist, antagonist for sure. 
Yeah. Antagonist? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So is he going to have his... the same amount of like, is there going to be as much of the other side pushing back against him throughout the whole series so that his character remains as good as it was? Well, it sounds like it's going to be him kind of taking over the crime scene, you know? So you're uh, going to still have Fighting to there. take over. Fighting yeah, to yeah. take over the crime scene. So, so it's all antagonists. <laughs> yeah. yeah so i feel okay, like okay. he will be a little bit of heroic in this too in a way because you still want him probably i mean they're gonna have to kind of make somebody the hero right so it he's seems like you're gonna be guy, yeah 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 and he is likable he's funny in the movie he's super funny uh and okay. uh he just has this like his way he talks his mannerisms the way he carries himself the, the makeup it doesn't even look like him it's it's really great how he embodies this character and makes it his own if you watch it you'll see what i mean uh, Sabrina, you hear about this. Are you excited about this? And do you think it's a good idea to make him the lead in a series when he is the villain? Because it was so, his performance was so good. I see why they would do that. Um, it's a little bit weird to basically watch a show that's pretty much based on, it's just the villains. You know what I mean? But like, I, I kind of liken it to that Harley Quinn series, which is, you know, all villains and it's very entertaining and really oh, yeah. funny. Um, so I, I feel like it has, it, it could be awesome, you know, and I don't need Batman to be a part of it. Like, you know, for them to figure out who's going to be, you know, the biggest villain. And of course you will root for Colin Farrell. The show is called Penguin. You're not going to root for the girl. So, I mean, like you were saying, Jake, like that, that does kind of make him it, the protagonist of the series, but like in the grand scheme of Gotham, he's still a villain, you know? Um, however, like oh, yeah. I, I'm just questioning like this is keeping the Matt Reeves Batman universe going. It is. Um, so it's it's weird that they're doing that, you know, if if there may not be a second film, because this is supposed to bridge the gap between one and two. So I mean, if James Gunn is greenlighting another movie, you know, with the same cast and situation, basically, you know, like I, I don't know. I get it's just that's the only question mark for me. Cause if they're gonna not go forward with that as a lot of people were thinking as we were thinking like because of the the change of the guard um yeah. at warner brothers you know i i just don't know what that means but i i would watch it because he was to me the most entertaining part of the film i liked him the best i every time he was on screen i was thrilled when he was not on screen i was bored so yeah I'm and james gunn hasn't made any kind of statement about this yet at all right. he hasn't said anything you know i mean there's been reports from matt reeves saying oh yeah everything's great but until you hear it from james gunn i don't believe all the people in the trades are out there saying oh yeah it's happening i'm like well they they said it was happening before james gunn took over and they're like well they're gonna coordinate soon we talked about that before yes they haven't coordinated yet they haven't had a meeting every meeting james gunn's had has been firing people pretty much so it makes me wonder what will happen with this. And the fact that it's moving forward, it's supposed to start shooting. Uh, it's going to be shooting in England, actually. They're going to start shooting over yeah. the summer. And so it's like, okay, well, the, everything's moving forward. So as long as everything's good with him, it, I don't know. You could still have this and not have it, the Batman, too. But the question still will be, like, who's Batman? And, and if James Gunn's is trying to make one kind of world, like you need to have a Batman. You can't have two Batman. I think people have been confused about that. We talked about that before. Maybe they'll still do that. I don't know. It's only a matter of time that we'll find out. And the fact that, I mean, you have Battenson. Do you think he's going to go do a TV show on HBO Max? I don't think so. I, he doesn't seem like he would do that. I think they can barely get him to sign on for a Batman too. It seems, to me, it seems like, the, I mean, he, I think he was good. He was brooding. He was, you know, he was what he was. I don't, I think they could get somebody better. 
I think they could and get somebody committed to it and get somebody that wants to be Batman across the board. There's so many hungry actors out there that will take that job. And be like, yeah, I'll do the TV show. I'll do the movie. You know, I'll do any kind of spinoff. I'll do that. That's what they should get. And if I were James Gunn, that's what I would do. I would be like, this is great and all. It's a great universe, but we need somebody that's committed to the character and not just committed to the paycheck. And that's just what they need. Because any day that person's going to quit or he's going to, you know, screw something up on set like he did before. You know, the Batman was delayed multiple times and they said it's because he had COVID and it shut it down. But there's a lot of rumors out there that are beyond that about his attitude on set. And ain't nobody got time for that. So that's <laughs> all I can say. So it's coming. You know, we'll see. We just wanted to update you about it. I'm excited about it if it all connects and it works well. But again, we don't know until James Gunn, the man, the myth, the legend, the DC head says something. So we'll see. I don't know, guys. Yeah. I really don't know. But it I looks interesting. Cool. I, yeah. mean, I think as as I'm thinking about it now, like Batman and Gotham and the people who are trying to save it, right, are always yeah. going to be there. Like we always know that they exist out there somewhere. So if you yeah. went full into the criminal element of Gotham and you see all these things playing out and going on, you know that Batman's still out there and at some point he's going to get in their way. So depending on how far you stretch that out, it could work. You know, you can't go too long without bringing it in and knocking it down a little bit, but. Well, I think the idea is that Batman will come back in the movie. Like this is the in between the two movies. So then you get fleshed out of what's going on with the villains yeah. and then Batman two would start and then Batman would come into the yeah. fold. Like it would be. Because it always starts with a crisis that needs to be fixed. And this is how that got to that. That could point. be the whole. Yeah, yeah, it could be the whole buildup, which would be really I cool. Mean, that's the idea. Yeah. Now, yeah. if you had Battenson that was on board and he came in for the last episode or something like that, right? And then that set it up to connect to the movie, that would make sense. And you could shoot that if you started shooting the Batman the same time that was shooting. You could shoot a scene, you know, during that and just cut it into yeah. the TV show and not have to worry about it. And of course, he's going to have to get paid for that. Yeah. But that might be a way of getting, you know, Bat I'm going to keep calling him Battenson. Pattinson back, <laughs> you know, to do it. And then that might get him to do it without having to be like, it's a whole different deal. Now you're just getting a paycheck, two paychecks for one day's work, which is great for anybody. I mean, I would think that he wouldn't turn that down. It's but... just confusing. Like if, if they're not, um, it's the only thing is, is like, if it, they're not going to continue with this universe, like it's, it's weird. The fact that it's, they haven't started filming yet and they're still going to film makes me think that there might be a chance for a Batman too, or otherwise why would they even be going into this? You know what I mean? So mm. I, I don't know. I'm just, that's, that's my only question. I, I think the rest yeah. of it is, I think tying it together, if that's what they're going to do is all well and good. It's just a question of whether Batman two is actually going to happen or not in, in Matt Reeves universe, you know? I just think if he's going to, if he's going to shut this ship down, he's got to do it soon. You know, because it's going to start moving too far. And that's why that meeting is supposed to be coming soon. And we'll keep you updated when there is more news about the Batman 2 and Penguin, because we're going to find out. I still think hire somebody else and have them go across the board for me. Anyways, what do you think about it? Let us know. We got to move on. Uh, we got lots to talk about, as always, here on Cruise Control. Uh, okay. So we're going to talk about Cobra Kai. Hiya! Cobra Kai next. So oh my God. <laughs> can you do that one more time, Jake? What was that? Uh, can you do that one more time? Yeah, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about Cobra Kai a little bit. So Cobra Kai, the final season is coming. They're going to start shooting later this year. This is the final, final season. Once five came out, they said we're going to be done with it. Uh, they're calling it the final run. 
which promises to be what they say the biggest and the baddest season of all time. And it's going to start production, like I said, in the spring. So we'll see how it goes. And if you, in case you haven't seen Cobra Kai or you never heard of it, it's just a continuation of The Karate Kid. They've done five seasons to start off on YouTube. When YouTube was doing their own original content, it was bought up by Netflix and they've continued it. You know, it takes place in the same universe. It's almost 30 years after the original Karate Kid. You got Johnny, you got uh, Johnny Lawrence and you got Daniel LaRusso and they're back at it going against each other, except you know they have their own dojos and throughout the five seasons they end up having crease come in he was the original cobra kai guy and you have silver come in he also worked cobra kai they take over cobra kai and so now what you have is larusso and lawrence teaming up to fight the bad guys at cobra kai who will win so this last season is supposed to be the big battle to find out if they can stop cobra kai from ruining the youth of america we'll see what happens so i'm excited about this i heard about this before i've watched all of it it's it's pretty it's pretty cool if you ask me and uh one of the creators actually had a little comment about this so here's what they said about the ending of cobra kai um our day one goal with cobra kai has always been to end it on our terms leaving the valley in the time and place that we've always imagined so it's with immense pride and thankfulness that we are able to announce that achievement the upcoming season six will mark the conclusion of Cobra Kai. In the meantime, strap in for the biggest season of Cobra Kai yet. And let today be a celebration of all that's come as well as all that's still left to be told. We couldn't do it without you. We made it. Strike first, strike hard, no mercy. Cobra Kai never dies. Cobra Kai! <laughs> yeah, and, and it was great because the way it started, like you had... Johnny Lawrence come in and he's like, I'm going to bring Cobra Kai back. And it's supposed to be like this big threat. And then it ends up being that he has more in common with LaRusso than he thought he did. And they have to kind of team up, which is, it's, it's kind of fun. And it really makes you care about Johnny's character, which before he was just an asshole in, in the original movies. And it, and it keeps tying people in throughout five seasons. They've done, they brought people from the, all the movies, all three of the movies. And even the last karate kid, like people hated and they still brought the villain in there. And he is fucking awesome. Let me just say, he is great on the show. Uh, okay, I'm going to start with Sabrina. She's seen me watching this. Uh, she hasn't, I don't know if you really watched a lot of it. What do you think about Cobra Kai? And do you think enough is enough, Sabrina? Or do you think this is great that they've been able to have this big hit and bring these 80s stars back to television? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I watched like a little bit in the beginning and I was like, this is so stupid. Um, and then I stopped watching it and then like it was on this la the very last season and they were like kind of like teaming up together and like the bad guy was doing some really shady shit and then Silver. like at the end something super extra shady happened and I think Brian had fallen asleep on the couch and he woke up and I was like yo that guy did this and that happened and then this happened and then I was and then I was like oh my god did I just like, like actually like what I saw like I wasn't <laughs> It was very confusing for me emotionally because I was like, just as super dumb. So I guess like, and I know people really like it. And so I think yeah. it's cool that they're, they're ending it the way that they want to end it instead of being getting canceled and then have it. I hate when shows get canceled and you don't get closure. You know what I mean? So I'm really glad that they're doing it the way that they want to do it. Um, I, I appreciate that. And I, I hope it is, you know, as good as it has been for everyone who likes it i'm inclined to maybe well i don't think i'm gonna go back and watch any of the, the other shit like i think I, I that one episode was enough for me to be caught up and uh, i might watch the new season i don't know it's question still question mark 
Honestly, when this first when I first started watching it, the first season is very tough. I actually tried watching it on YouTube when it was YouTube Live or it was their YouTube channel they were making, and it does get better progressively as the season goes along. But once Netflix picked it up, the show completely changed. It really got. Yeah, I watched better. like the first three episodes, and I was like, I cannot do this anymore. It's just it's the, too much. Yeah, the writing was better. The characters they're bringing in, and of course, the whole first season they're establishing this new generation of Cobra Kai, and these kids are training under Johnny, and it's like. And they start, you start to see the rift of like how they become different people and they become kind of evil and they start hating themselves and their family have problems with their families. And so you get to see them kind of have to get some redemption and all that. So it's great the way they do that. They need to have that. But once Netflix got, they really started running and it really became a really great show. And it takes place here in the Valley. It's awesome. You know, I, I love it. Uh, Jake, did you, are you really? a fan of the original Karate Kid and have you seen this at all? And does hearing about this, does it perk your interest for another season? Uh, sure. I watched the original Karate Kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but as far as following up with anything else, no. I don't think I've watched the second one. I don't remember if I did. I may have and lost. Oh, yeah. It was a long <laughs> time things. ago. But yeah. And so, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'll watch. I'll check it out and see what's going on. So It could be great. This, I mean, uh, the new season. Is it what? I just want to make sure, like, I got this correct. It's Mr. Miyagi, right? Yeah. Yeah. Too, too bad well, he, he passed, passed away. away. But the show does okay. have a lot of flashbacks where they incorporate him in, and they, they change and they make it black and white and stuff. So there's always these moments where Daniel, Daniel's son, uh, has, yeah. he's thinking of, he's thinking about something, and then it goes back to Mr. Miyagi. And he, and it's the, 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 one of the best parts about it is he works at a used car sale or used car dealership. And every time he sells a car, he gives him a little bonsai tree. And, nice. he's, like, and, he, and he's like, we're slashing the competition. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. You know, that, that shit's funny. You know, yeah. they, have a good, they have good fun with it. And he, and he opens up <laughs> Miyagi-Do and he makes his own dojo. He brings it back. It's, there's a lot of fun mm. stuff with it. And like, the, like I said, the flashbacks are just great. It's just, it's just fun yeah. entertainment. And you, know, you got to just turn your brain off because, I mean, it's not, it's not amazing writing, but it's, it's fun. It's just fun. And, and it really is nostalgic, too. So if you like the original, it's good. And it brings karate into a whole new world. There's no shows about karate like this. There really isn't. Not really. And there's no. there's drama. There's there's backstory. There's, you know, there's there's com competitive teams. There's a competition. They have they go actually go to these big uh, these big fights, you know, tournament tournaments at the end of the seasons. So it's, it's, it's really it's really fun and really well done. So I don't know. I think that if you're a fan, you're probably excited about season six, but you're probably also a little disappointed that it's going to be done because I was that same boat. As soon as I got through season one, when I watched season two, all of a sudden I was hooked and it wasn't even like I needed to watch every minute of it, but I always had it on. I, I wanted to know what was happening. It was one of those shows where you can't turn it off because you're interested to see where the story's going. So sure. karate kid guys, it's not going anywhere yet. One more season. I'm gonna have to check it out. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the Cobra Kai never dies. So, wasn't the Cobra Kai guy in a commercial for something? He might have like, been. Who, who's the dude who's like the karate guy who's been doing Cobra Kai for? You mean Johnny Lawrence, the 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 bad guy, or the bad guy, or Crease, John Crease, the bad guy. Probably, yeah, John Crease probably, or it could have been Terry Silver, but John Crease is really the main bad guy, and then Silver and like, came in in Karate Kid, like three curly blonde hair or something. Oh yeah, and a red yeah, bandana. Oh, you're talking about you're talking about Johnny Johnny Lawrence. Yeah, that he was the original bad guy, but he becomes okay. the anti-hero in this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was something about he was he was on a couple of commercials that I saw on TV that he was talking about 
doing something and he was in a somewhere talking about slashing prices for stuff. And I was like, wow, he's, you know, trying to even out his bills, but maybe not. I don't know. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> yeah, that you should check it out. That was extremely specific, Jake. Very specific. He was somewhere uh, doing something um, on some commercial slashing prices. Yeah, that's what he was doing. I don't know what was happening. I just, he said something about Cobra Kai never dies and he was really intense and that was, I didn't buy whatever he was selling. I mean, <laughs> you haven't bought it yet, but you're still talking about it. So maybe in the back of your head, it's still there and you might actually buy it yeah. eventually. Probably had something to do with AARP. I don't know. <laughs> AARP. I don't think you yeah. slash prices for AARP. Just saying. Nah, not yet. Well, just no. well, you, the least you know, Cobra Kai never dies, and that's what they say. So mm-hmm. it's pretty good. But I don't know. It's gonna be fun. Season six is coming. They're they're about to start shooting. So they just made this announcement. They had a whole thing with fandom once the season five came out, but now they're talking about it a little bit more. Again, this is it. They're going off in their own terms, which is great. So hopefully the show just keeps going. On a, I, I should, well, it's not going to keep going. What am I saying? Hopefully it ends on a high point. That's what I'm hoping for. But what do you think about this? Let us know. Leave some comments. So we're going to move on because we got a couple more things to talk about running out of time. So we're going to probably go through this one pretty fast. But I want to talk about Venom 3. Just a quick update on Venom 3. Now, if you're a fan of Venom 3 or Venom the series, they're apparently going to do one more. They said back in April of 2022 that it's happening. It's moving forward. Tom Hardy is coming back. This will be his last one, they're saying, though, in this trilogy. Sony's like, we're going to do one more, and then it's going to be done. Of course, if you watched yeah, – the big question for everybody, if you watched Into the – or was it No Way Home, Spider-Man No Way Home, you know that Venom was in there. Tom Hardy's Venom came into the MCU, but then left back to the Sony-verse. So everybody's wondering, what's this going to mean? If he's back in the Sony-verse, who's Spider-Man? Because originally we thought, well – it's going to be, you know, it's going to be our MCU Spider-Man. You know, it's going to be Tom Holland. But now that it's going back to the Sony-verse, there's rumors Andrew Garfield's coming back. That's the biggest thing, that Andrew Garfield might be a Spider-Man. Only time will tell with that. But they're going to start shooting again over the summer. And they're not really saying much about it. But that's going to be shooting also in England, which I think is kind of nuts. I guess that's the spot to be. And I would think this would be shooting in San Francisco because that's where it takes place, but they're going to go to England apparently and shoot it. And I bet there'll be reshoots in San Francisco. They'll probably do reshoots in LA. I bet Michelle Williams will come back. That's the one person they haven't announced anybody for cast, but you know, we're going to see what happens with this. There's not much updates. It's happening. It's moving forward. Um, the, the writer actually is going to be directing this one. The writer of the first two is taking over the helms of director which is interesting because uh, uh, Andy Serkis was doing it for the last one, which I thought was great because you're doing all these visual effects. you got Gollum. He knows about this world. I thought that would be great that he was directing that movie, didn't do as well. It still made a lot of money, but they're changing which directors one, the again. Second one? The second one, Andy Serkis did the second one, yeah. I like the uh, second the, one better than the first one. Yeah, I think, it was, I think it was better too. And you had Woody Harrelson was Carnage. He did a great job. And, oh, and nice. but of course, if you saw it, they killed him off. But this is also multiverse shit, so he could come back, you know, somehow. He was awesome. I think they, they said the villain's gonna be Toxin, which is like the he's he was born from Carnage. Uh, he's like yeah. a piece of that symbiote. So it'll be a similar character, but a, a different person playing him, I think. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be cool. I, I think it could be cool, but I still think they should just do honestly, if it were me, I think it's just time for Venom and Spider-Man. You know, everybody wants it. You know, why don't we just bring Spider-Man into this bitch, you know? Well, and give us a Tom Hardy and a Spider-Man. 
The description on IMDb says Eddie Brock tries to find Spider-Man when Venom is attacked by Toxin. I think that's like a side thing, and so there'll probably be something going on with that, but I think Spider-Man will show up, and I would be super psyched if it was Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. I, I loved him as Spider-Man. Yeah, he's freaking phenomenal. And I think this is the time for him. If you're going to bring him in, this is definitely the time. Like, bring him in. He's excited to be back. If you saw No, no Way Home, he was, like, one of the best parts of that, too. His performance was amazing. You could tell how much it meant to him to come back. Like, bring him in. He was their Sony guy. He's young enough still. Make him Spider-Man. It would be fun. People would love it. Jake, are you excited about Venom 3? Did you watch the first two? And if you did, or if even if you didn't, would you be excited about Andrew Garfield coming in as Spider-Man? Uh, you might have to tell me who Andrew Garfield is. Oh, no. Well, Andrew Garfield <laughs> did. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Andrew Garfield did the amazing Spider-Man. So you had Tobey Maguire did, you know, Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, yeah, and then Andrew yeah, Garfield came in for the amazing Spider-Man 2 and 3. Or 1 and 2, I mean. 1 and 2. And then they got and Emma, and Stone, they got, Emma Stone yeah, was the, the love interest in that. You don't know who she is either, do you? Yeah, you know Emma Stone. I think I know who yeah, she is. yeah, yeah, you know Emma Stone. So. Uh, but yeah, so so this, he was the second one, the second iteration of Spider Man. And then when they rebooted it, they brought Tom Holland in. But did you right, see No right. Way Home? You didn't see No Way Home, did you? Uh, see, I, I may have spoiled that for you. So, No Way Home, you get Andrew Garfield comes in as Spider Man against this multiverse shit. And then you also have Tobey Maguire comes in as Spider Man as well. And you have the whole, all the You Spider-Man. guys were telling me about this that I was supposed to, I failed. You, you I failed. I was supposed to watch that. Wait, yeah. I have a question. Jake, yeah. did you not go see Doctor Strange at the Man's Chinese Theater when you were in LA visiting with us? Did you not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was okay, there. so how would you want to see Doctor Strange and you've seen zero Spider-Man and Batman? I don't understand. <laughs> um, She's calling you out, Jake. Calling you out. Answer for that. I don't have a good answer for that. It's not Sorry, that I, I don't want to watch it. I don't. I just, it was a cinematic <laughs> we experience. We went to the movie the theater to watch Doctor experience. Strange. I know. And you haven't seen Spider-Man. That's insane to me. <laughs> I think like if you know there's a superhero movie that you wouldn't watch, I like and I would be like, I, I mean, Doctor Strange is kind of like off brand. Like Spider-Man has been around forever. I mean, yeah, not yeah. that Doctor Strange hasn't, but like they just made the first movie like a couple Spider-Man's been around since the dawn of time. Batman's has been around since the dawn of time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, I feel that I feel like your uh your priorities are messed up when it comes to comic book stuff, Jake. Come on, man. I think you're probably right. And I think you know what? <laughs> I think it was I watched all of the uh, was it when when Disney Plus first kind of started, right? We got it, and I um, watched all of the Marvel stuff in chronological order up oh, to awesome. a certain point. Yeah, so I I and I think it ended with Endgame. I think is where I stopped. Well, that's okay. the thing right? is this the Spider Man Sony. Like they did a little bleeding right. with, with Tom Holland, but like the previous stuff was Sony. Yeah, and I think this train as still I was moving. alluding to, yeah. Well, well, like remember when I was when we were talking about the Batman stuff, and I said there's different people play these things, and it's always a different iteration of the character, right? And the whole universe that's going on. And I think when Tommy McGuire stopped being Spider-Man is when I stopped watching. Not that I'm a huge Tommy McGuire fan, but. It just threw it off that he wasn't going to be it anymore. You know, I was like, oh, so 
and somebody at one point might have told me that they just kind of started the whole story over again with a different person. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. And that was the Andrew Garfield series. Yeah. Okay. So I think that might've been where I just kind of stopped checking it out, you know, cause I was like, why am I going to watch the same story again with just different people or somebody else's opinion of the comic? That's why I, I'm, I'm pretty tell you. sure that's why. I got Does that make sense? Check it I, out. I, is I that even real? Like, it's a different story. It's a different part of the story, but I okay. mean, Okay. It's the same sort of beginnings because how do you become Spider Man? Like it's it, that's got to be the you same. Get, but it's, it's you gotta get bit, yeah. Yeah, it's yep, definitely a different do it. story though. But, yeah, but okay. also, the thing is, go ahead. What's I, 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 was I didn't watch it either. Yeah. I didn't watch the Andrew Garfield <laughs> one until like a year ago or two. Yeah, years I made ago. her watch. Okay, so I'm she, vindicated like a little bit at least. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right. But they're, they're they're a lot of fun and they're worth a check out if you have time at some point. He's my favorite now. Yeah, he's a great Spider Man. He's so good. He really is. He's the timing really is is right and everything. He's just really yeah, he's, funny and like he's more he snarky. Just, he's natural mm. with it, you know. Yeah. Okay. I, sure. I don't know. But, I I really really like him. I I like Tom Holland too, but I I I really really like Andrew Garfield. But anyways, we gotta we gotta move on. I wish we could talk about this more, but Venom Three is coming. Uh, it's gonna be you know they're hoping for a fall release. That's the idea, but they might push to a summer release now because summer movies are great for these Marvel movies. But they've been doing October for the first two, so they might go back into that time slot. They're still working it out. I would hope for a summer release. I think it's always better. And also, if you bring you know bring Andrew Garfield and Spider Man, yeah, bring that shit out in summer. Make that fucking money. And make it happen. What do you think about this? It's time for our featured story of the night. All right, everybody. We're not leaving a lot of time for our featured story of the night. But again, this is just something. We might go a couple minutes over. Maybe a couple minutes. But not much. Because we really can't do that. You know, it's just how it goes here on Cruise Control. Sometimes we get talking and all that. But I want to talk about Tron. So I'm a big fan of Tron. I love the original came out in like 82 or 83. I think it came out in, yeah, I think 83. And then the, uh, the, the 2010 one, I know a lot of people shit on that movie, but I really like that Daft Punk doing the score, Jeff Bridges coming back. Like Jeff Bridges is awesome. He kind of played the dude a little bit. He was kind of the dude from big Lebowski, but I was fine with it. I can't go wrong with Jeff Bridges, but now they finally announced they're bringing out Tron three. It's called Tron three Aries. And Disney's doing it. They've been talking about it for years. In 2017, 2017, they signed on Jared Leto to play in this movie. And he was in, to the 2010 version, a small part. Or I think he was supposed to be, and they didn't know. He was supposed to be, it didn't happen. So now he's coming in. They're saying he's going to be playing Ares. We'll see. It's going to start crewing up now. And they're hoping to start shooting in Vancouver in August. So that's kind of the hope. The script is considered to be the sequel to Tron Legacy, so it's not starting over. It's going to be supposed to continue on from Legacy, which I think is a good thing. Don't start over. They've been Legacy continued off of the original. This will continue off of that, and it's going to be directed by a new director. Uh, he did like a bunch of the Pirates movies, and he's he's done a bunch of shit. But John Krasinski's not coming back. I was hoping he would come back. He did Top Gun Maverick. He was supposed to do a sequel to the 2010 version. Didn't happen. Krasinski is awesome. He's a great director, but it's not happening. Boletto signed John on. It's no, uh, no, Joe, Joe, Joe Kaczynski. Did I say John? Joe Kaczynski. You, yeah, yeah, okay. Joe Kaczynski. I always say that because their names, for some reason, are too close for me to to fathom in my brain. But Joe Kaczynski, <laughs> he's awesome. He's a great director. Did Oblivion. He did Top Gun Maverick. He's been working for years in Hollywood. He's awesome. But the sequel didn't. I mean, the sequel's coming 13 years later. So it's kind of nuts. 
But this is happening. Ares, Tron Legacy's sequel. And I'm excited. They announced it yesterday. And I like Jared Leto. He can be a little campy sometimes. But I think he's got a good energy that could bring to this show. Hopefully, Jeff Bridges comes back. We'll see. The way they left off Tron Legacy, I mean, it's been 13 years, so I can talk spoilers. He pretty much died in the grid. That's what they're saying. His son gets out with one of the actual programs now living in the real world. And their whole story is hopefully going to continue forward. I'm guessing Jared Leto is going to come out of the grid and go into the world, and it'll be this whole thing. Let's go to Sabrina. Sabrina, were you a fan of Tron at all? And what do you think about a sequel 13 years later? Is that a smart thing? You care less? What about Jared? What about Jared Leto being it? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I love Jared Leto. I'll watch anything that he does, but I mean, this is really a stretch for me. I think he's a, one of the like best actors of you know his generation. Honestly, um, I, he he's method, which you know irritates some people, and I totally understand that, like being on set or whatever. Um, but as someone watching his movies, I mean, he's a spectacular actor. His performances are always different. You know, there's a lot of actors that are just playing themselves all the time. You know what I mean? That are very successful. Like he happens is a, lot. a chameleon. He can do anything. Um, I, I really, I give him props. He's a spectacular actor. I mean, I, Tron is really not for me, honestly. Um, I'm so excited. It, it's, I'm, I'm sure you are. Um, it's just, it's just I don't know, I, because Jared Leto, because Jared Leto, I've been screaming it, I for might, another one. I really highly doubt it, honestly. I, I, not, not my, not my cup of tea. But also, you said maybe he was going to start it. He's also producing it, so I'm sure if it gets made, he will be in it. Yeah. Oh no, he's been trying to be a part of it for since 2017. He's been trying to do it, and it just hasn't worked out. Disney keeps saying no. They almost did it in 2020. Didn't happen again. But that was back when Joe Kaczynski was COVID. supposed to actually. Yeah, well, yeah, 2020, everything stopped. And so Joe was supposed to be attached. There was also another person that was supposed to be attached directing that fell through. So it's been a thing for 13 years. I've been trying to make it happen. Actually, I think Joe was 2014 when he fell out. Another director was 2020. Uh, Jake, did you see the original Tron? Did you see Tron Legacy? Are you excited about this all? Or you were like, man, what the hell? Who cares? Uh, didn't watch the first Any one. Of the <laughs> Doesn't... I'm alone here. I'm alone. No, yeah, you are. <laughs> Now, you mentioned, uh, like, what is it? Explain it to me. So there's, like, a game, right? And they get stuck in this game grid thing? Well, it's 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 like a computer program. So what happens is, in yeah. the original, uh, Jeff Bridges is, like, got this. He's like, I've cracked this code. I've got this this world where we can, like, live and we can create. You know, we, we don't have to die. It's like a whole thing. It's like you can upload yourself to this grid, and you can live forever. Mm. And it might be, like, this whole big technological advance the advancement and then he gets stuck he gets stuck in the grid he gets stuck in tron and so then he has to get out the original one and uh the sequel he's still there he's stuck in there and his kid has to go get him out and i thought he wants to be in there so he could live forever what do you mean he's stuck isn't that the whole purpose of it but but he didn't finish his research he's going back and forth and he got stuck he had a whole plan and he got stuck in the grid so, and gotcha. then he just left his, he just left his kid one day and he was like, I'm coming back. And he was going to show his kid. It was this whole thing, this whole advancement. It was supposed to help yeah, yeah, society. I saw, that. I saw that. It was stupid. Yeah. And then, you know, he, he couldn't get out. And so there's some cool moments. The music, if you listen, especially <laughs> the music in the second one, Daft Punk kills it. The music, amazing. Yeah. One of the best scores yeah. I think for a movie ever. It's just perfect for the film. And, uh, and Jeff Bridges has placed two characters in that because he clones himself and he makes a character named Clue. And that's like him as a computer program that's actually supposed to be running the grid and running everything. Mm-hmm. And that character goes evil. And so Jeff Bridges plays the older version of himself, who's a person stuck in the program. And he also plays the younger 
computer version of himself who they actually de-aged Jeff Bridges to make him that character in Tron Legacy. For me, it's a lot of fun. I'm excited to see where they go with it. But what again, you just said made it much less interesting and more stupid. Just so you oh, know. come on, come on. <laughs> you know, that made me more curious because it made it it made it less like a no. stupid version of the Matrix for me. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's not. It's different from the Matrix. It kind of like I, I bet the Matrix got some inspiration it? from Tron. But there's a lot of stuff that's really the visuals are always in the 80s. That was the thing about the 80s. The 80s had this great visual effects for the first Tron. I mean, now going back, it's not the same. But it, like, it, like, it really changed how they make movies back then. You just didn't make movies like that. So it really advanced computer graphics. It really led the way, if you will, for a lot of these CG effects that we put into movies nowadays that we just know so well. And so when the second one came out, they, they upped it up. It, it looks even fucking better. And so I'm excited to see where I've been waiting for this. I know a lot of people hate, hate, hate on this second one. Like Sabrina is right now. People hate on it. Everybody online hates on it. Don't hate on Tron Legacy. I love it. I've watched it like a million times. <laughs> I, it's, it's probably one of my guilty pleasures, I guess. You know. But the music also, I've listened to that score so many times. But it's coming, Jake. You need to watch it, Sabrina. You gotta, you gotta give check it, a it break. out. Yeah. Give it a break. Give it a break. Come on. There's gotta be. Is there anybody in the comments that likes Tron Legacy? There's gotta the be movie? somebody with me. Nope. Gr is the... also with us. Thank you, Gr. He yeah. said it was okay. He didn't say it was shit. That's a good thing, right? Yeah, he well, said it's okay. I'll take okay. I'll take okay, what Gr. Was the movie. What was the movie where there's like, there's a guy who's, at the very end of the movie, he gets to the edge of his world and it's just a grid, going out. Well, that, I mean, it happens in Tron Legacy in a way. He goes know, to the very edge guy. of it. Oh, what? Free I don't think he's talking about Free Guy. Free, free guy, guy was a great but movie, though. That's what happens in Free Guy. Have you seen Free like Guy? Old, that might be what I'm thinking of. I don't know. He lives in like, he's like. A video game. No, it's not a video game. Okay, then it's not. I a don't video know. Guy. No, yeah, I don't know what it is. Not. It's a movie, and he gets he, he finds out that he's stuck inside of a program. And he. he eventually he finds his way out to the edge of it and it's this big epic ending to the movie where it's like looking at him looking at it and then it spins around and it's just these green lines going off into infinity so he got to the edge of the program uh is this lawnmower uh, man maybe no lawnmower i mean because you ever see lawnmower man that's also like the guy gets goes into a computer program and he gets kind of trapped a little bit that movie is super old yeah, I know. It's, it? it's a really weird movie, too. Lawnmower Man. Yeah, it's really weird. Uh, it's a, a, a guy reminds me of Carrot Top who stars in it. I know it's not Carrot Top, but it reminds no. me of Carrot Top. Um, that movie was insane. But GR, what do you say? Okay, it's a step above shit, Brian, but only one step. I'll take that one step, GR. I'll take it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You've stepped over the fart. pile of shit. You've stepped it's over the pile the of shit. You didn't step in it. There's a fart in the wind. And it doesn't smell <laughs> the best, but it doesn't smell the worst. That's all I'm saying. Me personally, it's, it's it's a great movie, but you know that's that's me, and a lot of people will disagree with me. But I'll stick to I'm it. I'm gonna watch it, and I'll let you know. Yeah, you let me know, and I'm gonna tell you one thing: you're in no right way. The score is awesome, and it's Jeff Bridges right is a great now, so. job. And the only thing about Jeff Bridges' performance for me is he's too much like the dude. Like he does kind of. He's like, yo, man, but he's been like that more and more the older he gets. I think that's just Jeff Bridges coming out a little bit in his performance, like that R.I.P.D. movie when he did. He did the same kind of twang, and you know, as the dude a little bit, but. That's Jeff Bridges. Now we'll fucking go to bat from. He just battled with cancer. He thought he was going to die, and he came back, which is amazing. He beat it, and now he's acting again. We just talking about that in his lifetime achievement award. So good on him. Keep going, Jeff. Keep going. I, I we started watching the old man. 
Haven't finished that yet. Everyone raves about his performance. He is great in that, but only watched a couple episodes, but it's pretty good. It's just I'll tell you what, he's not in that, the fucking dude. There's, he couldn't get he's further not. from the dude in that show, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And they're doing a season two of that now, too. So it's moving forward right. for him. So kudos to Jeff Bridges for coming back and kicking some fucking ass. That's all I'm saying. So anyways, you know, see, GR loved RIPD. GR, a lot of people hated that movie. I enjoyed it too. Kevin Bacon was great in that movie. It's a weird fucking movie. Kevin Bacon's weird. Kind of like, it's kind of like Men in Black, but like, you know, but they're the dead. Baconators still in doing The Baconators stuff? in that shit. Yeah, hell yeah. Baconators right. fucking working. That fool's going nowhere. <laughs> that fool's great. If you watch the Guardian special <laughs> too, he's awesome in the Guardian special, the holiday special. Right. Fuck yeah, Bacon. Bacon all day, every day. Thank you so much. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, thick cut. Got it. Anyways, it's been a great program. Thank you for being here, Jake. Thank you for joining us again. And never enough time. Sabrina, thank you. You are amazing for being here in and out. Both of you, I appreciate you. This is this isn't a show without the both of you. So thank you again. And thank you, everybody who's viewing this. Thank you, GR in the chats. Thank you for keep coming back. And anybody else that's watching this after the fact, thank you. Please like though. If you haven't liked this, like this video, like a previous video, like this, the 102 videos we got there. Like them. Subscribe <laughs> to our channel. We're at 76. That's right, 76, everybody. We got to get to 100 before the month is done. We got another week. We can do it. Come on, together. Cruise control can get to a million. We can do it all day, every day. A million up. But right I'm now, here. hundreds first. See you, GR. Thank you, everybody. Join our Patreon if you can. Have a great night. We'll see you back here again on Monday. Happy weekend, everybody. Take care. And we'll see you later. Take care. See ya. See ya.